All right, welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast. Here joined by a person who hasn't been on in a while, right? Cam, it's been a while since you've been on, hasn't it? It's Yeah, it's been a few few weeks, I believe, besides yeah. the post-game interview. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've been on my post-game a few times. But um, besides that, it's great to have you back on. Great to yeah. that you doing well. We'll, um, we'll start with a little bit of um, high school football. Uh, you guys beat Ryle. First of all, what was it? I'm trying to think. 28 to 18, if you're thinking of the score. 28 to 18, yes. It's a great game. If you yeah. if you haven't listened, go to the post game and go over everything in it. But I was thinking, as I was up there, I was watching the game. As a tight end, you do a lot of blocking. When you're going down those long drives, you know, those 80-yard – I think you guys had an 80-yard drive one time that game. Does, yeah. Do the plays start to go together? Like, does it not feel like it's like – I don't know, like third and five, and you guys aren't really think it's like all the plays just kind of, you know, go together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So like the way it really works, it, you kind of learn as the more you kind of in the offense. So obviously, it's my senior year. I've been running the same plays since freshman year. Yeah. Um, the plays go together. So we run the same play, same play, and then we'll switch it that play, and we'll run it multiple times, and it sets us up for this play action play, like a big play downfield. And even mm-hmm. if it doesn't. Most of the time, when all the plays are blocked correctly, it sets us up for big time plays, like Jackson, like the play action pass to Jackson late in the second half that brought us to the like forty, yeah, on a third and like fifteen, worked out great. And then the the pass, obviously, that Zane threw to me worked out great to set us up for the twenty-eight to eighteen lead. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, you know Zane was sense. throwing great passes, and we had good coverage finally for our uh, offensive line on pass plays. We were able to get it done, but yeah, I mean, they all go together for at least our offense. Yeah, that may, yeah, that that makes sense. So when you're down in the dirt, I mean turf, whatever, you're down there, your hands down. Do you do you ever talk to the opposing the guy who you're supposed to be blocking before you guys go, or do you just kind of look at him? It depends. There there are people who talk to you know other people. I don't. I do it after the play, but that's yeah. just it. Just depends on who you are. Like I've seen people walk up and they'll say something, and then, you know, after the play, I'll tap someone on their helmet, or I'll just be, you know, disrespectful if, if they're disrespectful. Just goes to go, <laughs> you know, goes with how they are and how you feel and how the game's going, really. Yeah, that that makes. I feel like if I was down there, I think I would talk a lot just to kind of get in their head. You know, like like kind of thing that George Kittle does. I feel like he kind yeah. of just goes down and talks oh, and yeah. tries to get to their head. I, I, we talk a bunch, especially on uh, field goals. Field goals last year. <laughs> last year was so fun because we would all just mess with the other team. Like I remember we played Grant County last year. Uh, we were just having conversations, and like they wouldn't even try just because we just we made we made friends with them <laughs> on, the, on the on the field goal block. So that's, you know stuff that's, like that happens. That's how I feel when I'm playing lacrosse because usually I'm not like as a depot. I don't go to the other side and play offense like. When our offense is on the other side of the field, you're just there with the defense, and I kind of have to make conversation because you don't want to sit there in um, just silence. You got to say something to them, and you kind of just become friends with them over over the the game. Yeah, like so. that's how it feels after the game too. Like when we were taking the knee uh, in victory formation, mm-hmm. um, like you just kind of high five in the other guys, like, "Hey, man, good game. You know, you're a good mm-hmm. player." Stuff like that, and you know they say it back. You know, even if you are not friends the whole game, at the end of the game, you got to at least give props to the guy who either, you know, caused you some trouble or you caused trouble for. So that's just, you make friends. It's a good sport. Any sport, really. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Even basketball. When we go play a little church, when you come play church ball with us. Oh yeah, church ball, <laughs> swatting the kids. Oh yeah. So <laughs> when you're all so when Zane gets the play from McKee, and he comes in to go give you guys the play, does he give you the play or does he say anything else? Like, does he say like if he was gonna pass to you, hey, the safety isn't even playing at his position, take a um like go a little farther and then go for a post or how does that? It, Does he just say the play? That depends. 90% of the time, he will say the play and then the cadence, and then we go. Yeah. Um, and then there's another, like, the 5% where he's, he comes in and he, he's a leader. So he'll come in, he'll be like, you know, we got to keep the tempo, get set, and then he'll tell us the play. And then there's other times where it's just like coach will tell him. So, like, say I'm running a route. Coach will tell him before he leaves, he'll be like, tell Lay to run this route instead. So if instead, if I'm running a post and the safety drops back, he'll tell me to hook up at 10. And that's what I did last week uh, yeah. against Great Crossing or two weeks ago against Great Crossing. They told me at halftime to hook up. They're going to hit me. And it was like third and 15 in our own 10 yard line. And that's what happened. And it, that, it works out. That, that makes sense because the, um, the Ryle safety wasn't even really playing safety. He was like playing more like a linebacker. Yeah, he was also he was he was playing me. So they, they saw... Uh, I guess they saw the GRC or Great Crossing. They they saw my routes and they saw how I'd always go to the safety. So they would take the D in and they'd try and pin me in. So yeah. whenever I ran the first route, I stepped outside and that's how they read that. So mm-hmm. I had to step inside for the the third time I ran a route. Uh huh. That makes yeah. sense. So he makes his his adjustments through the game. Yeah. So and okay and the well, the little TV you have on the sideline, I like that a whole lot. Yeah. When when you go to these away games, do you guys have you ever seen another team have that? Because I feel like that's kind of limited to some of the high schools. I believe the only team I've seen have like something remotely close to it is Douglas. That makes sense. But again, I'm not too sure. I don't really pay attention to that. I know. I remember um, when it gets when it gets really cold, we have heaters and tents, and uh, it get it gets it gets pretty bad when it gets cold sometimes. Like I remember <laughs> my sophomore year when we went to uh, the state championship game, like we were playing some team. I can't remember. I can't Mail. remember who it was, but we were playing them in the playoffs. We had just beat Douglas. It was the first or second week after before we, before we went to state and like, we had to have all the heaters out. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was freezing and raining. Ooh. So it just, just, Especially when I was a sophomore, I didn't do anything besides sit and watch. So it, I was just freezing my tail off. Like, wasn't it like South Warren or something? I feel like it was something like that. I'm not sure. It might have been Simon Kitten. Ooh, that sounds that sounds right. I believe it was Simon Kitten, but I'm not too positive. Do you do you know how that whole mach- the, like, the whole works? Like, how do they video the do they how do they send the film down so fast? I've always been wondering. There's got to be something easy. Like they record it and then I don't know. I believe it's just like recorded and as it's recorded, it gets uploaded onto a computer and it's just the Ooh. computers connected to the iPads. But again, I'm not too sure because like they control the TV with an iPad. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he, so, has it, he has it hooked up that way. Yeah. So I believe the film gets uploaded and they're all like watching the film live. So as like play by play, it's getting uploaded. Yeah. But uh, I'm not sure. That's... But they do it for every high school, like every high school. So we'll bring a TV and we'll watch. I believe sometimes we they don't have that. But I do most of the high schools. They will have a an area where you can hook up our TV and we can watch. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. So when you go to Grant County next week, you guys will probably still have that TV there. 
I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that that. So it's, does that really help? Does that really help to see what you guys did and to go from there to, you know, like switch up what you need to do? Yeah. So like, for example, um, all week we had been practicing, you know, a certain play to block this way, mm-hmm. and at one point we one of us forgot and I wasn't hearing a call, so I was blocking the old guy when I should have been blocking a different guy. So like. Last okay. week's block I was still doing when I wasn't hearing a call, so I was still blocking the same dude, and it would leave some. It would leave the guard to block nobody, yeah. which is which is wrong. So at halftime they drew it up, and you were able to see it. Of course, we were having like difficulties this week, but every every time it's happened before, they'll show you like, look, this is what you have to do. Look at the defense, and you could it. It really gives you a good bird's eye view of like what's going on with the game and like mm-hmm. how you need to see the field. I feel like that's that. I feel like I in lacrosse. I wish they had that because I would definitely th- to see what you're doing the second it happens. That would that that would be pretty nice in my opinion. I would love that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice thing to have. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Well, I mean, up again, Grant can't Grant County. I don't know. I might have, I might go to that game. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see how that works. But um, we'll get into some NFL. Currently, the game's going on right now are let's see the bears are playing the colts and getting absolutely destroyed the bills are playing the raiders and that's a pretty close game but we'll get into the game that happened monday monday night i think it was last month this last monday was that the mahomes right i feel like that's when that was um i think it was was it thursday or was either last thursday or last monday it it was last monday because the thursday nights i'll get to that i'm having a Whoever is making the Thursday night schedule needs to be fired. It was the worst. It was it was the Broncos and the Jets. Like what? Oh yeah. And then the well, week like, before that, it was like the Dolphins and somebody. They don't know how like the schedules are gonna turn out. Like if it's gonna be good or bad. Like team. So I could understand like because the Jets they weren't good. And the Broncos weren't good last year. Mm-hmm. And again, neither of them are good this year. <laughs> Broncos are okay. They're just struggling with certain, you know. Drew, Drew, Drew Locke's injured. Yeah. So they're playing with their backup, who's also a backup. They still haven't put Joe Flacco in. I mean, where, where's he at, dude? He's, <laughs> he, he is definitely elite, okay? Let me, yeah. tell, let me tell you. Joe Drew, Flacco Drew. is elite. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm currently, for anybody who's listening, I'm in my car. I said this to Cam before, and it's a beautiful day outside. It looks like it's about to rain, but it's a beautiful day, which also leads parents to come outside with their children. And I'm in my car yelling. And all these parents are just like, as they're walking, I'm, I'm right next to the sidewalk. And as they're walking, they're just staring at me. So it's hilarious to see their faces. Oh, there's another one. Okay, but we'll get back. So Mahomes, Lamar, Mahomes absolutely just tore apart the Ravens as it seems like he does every year or for the last two years. Um, yeah. Do you I think, think... Go, wait, go ahead. Go. No, you go ahead. No, you. Do you think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now from that performance? I even without that performance, I think he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. But at the same time, he has a lot of targets. But some of the throws he makes are like outstanding. Like, his hips are twisted the wrong way. His his hand his not he's sometimes not even looking. Yeah. Like <laughs> but, like quarterbacks have done that like for a long time, obviously. Like, but it's just now starting to be noticed. 
Mm-hmm. And like, especially like the no look pass, like as soon as he did it, it's starting to be like, whoa, this is kind of a big thing. Kind of like the Odell one hand catch. As soon as that happened, it started yep. to be like, okay, this is actually kind of impressive and yeah. started to get a lot more looks. So like as soon as he came in the league and he took storm, obviously, you know, he didn't start much as um, rookie. He didn't, year. Start, he didn't start at all. As oh, he didn't start year. at all. And then um, he comes in his second year and out of nowhere, just blossoms into this crazy Super player. Star. And now, Obviously, I think he won MVP. I know he won a Super Bowl. And Super Bowl uh, MVP. I mean, where where do you go from there? Yeah, I guess you just get more of those. <laughs> like <laughs> he, he he's already got about the same as Rodgers. I I always compared him to Rodgers, but I see him now a lot better than Rodgers. Obviously, you know me being a Packers fan, I love Rodgers. <laughs> it kills me saying that, but I hated you know last year I didn't think that, and the year before I didn't think that, but this year I really think he's gonna be he's he's definitely gonna be in the Hall of Fame if he if a career is not ruined by injury. Hopefully it's not. I want to see I want to see how far this guy can go because it's kind of cool to watch the stuff he does. We'll get to, we'll get to Rodgers in a second because Rodgers is also on a burner this year. But ever you like you said in the first thing, if you put Mahomes has abundance of weapons and he has one of the best play callers in the entire NFL at Andy Reid as, yeah. as his disposal. So do you so say I say the next best is probably Russell Wilson, but he's I feel like I don't know why he's so under radar and everybody doesn't give him the credit he deserves. So say you put Lamar. I mean, not Mahomes on the Seahawks and Russell on the Chiefs. Do you think that um, Mahomes make the Seahawks better or worse, and vice versa for the? If we were to switch Russell. them like right now, yeah, and chemistry was the exact same, so like it's not like you're switching teams, you're throwing to completely different people. Like it'd be like throwing to the same people. Yeah, I would. I'd still go with Mahomes because I don't know. I, Russell's really good. I'll give him that. Russell is really good, but I just I think Mahomes is better. I really do. And he puts the ball into receivers' hands that I have never seen a quarterback do. Like exactly. it's like it's that like is... the smallest box, and yep. he just darts. But so. Mahomes is like he all well, Russell's faster than Mahomes easily. Yeah, and he can run out of the pocket and escape and do stuff like that. But Mahomes has like a magic kind of thing where he. When he gets out of the pocket, he stays calm. Yeah. When I see Russell, Russell's staying calm, but it just looks like he's Flustered. freaking out. Yeah, he looks like he's flustered, and he's looking everywhere. Russell's, like, staying calm, taking his time, and then he'll fire this absolute rocket into some receiver that you thought was completely out of the play. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> making a 30-yard down, catch downfield as, as he threw it, like, looking the other way. Exactly. You know, and Russell, he has – DK Metcalf, obviously, you know, he's he's having some some issues with, you know, getting caught trying to celebrate <laughs> as he, I don't know if you saw that. He was celebrating before he ran in the end zone and the cornerback just came up, smacked it. I did see that. I think that I, I don't know if it was that on him, but I think I saw a different player in the NFL do that. Yeah. But. It reminds me a lot of uh, Deshaun Jackson when he was young. Oh yeah. <laughs> where he would just try and do stuff that he shouldn't and get in trouble. Um I'm, I'm Patrick Mahomes the whole he's super settled in the pocket. He just looks like he just gets down the field so easy. It's actually insane. I mean, he does have some. He has. First of all, they drafted one of the best running backs in the second round, uh, with Clyde Edwards, which was a perfect pickup. And I mean, Tyreek Hill. I don't know if you if you watched it, but they had like an uh, like an animation of the 2015 or 16, what 14 Rio Olympics, and when Usain Bolt did the whole crazy thing and his gold medals and he they put Tyreek Hill 
his his uh, senior year state time for track, and he was like fourth or fifth place of the fastest people in the world. Yeah, that's crazy. And he can catch a football. At he can he's a great receiver. So imagine having literally they call him the cheetah because he is a cheetah running trying trying to cover that guy. <laughs> but like, here's the thing with that is he's he's shorter. I think. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. So DK Metcalf. For his size, I he remind. I don't want to speak too soon, but he reminds me a lot of Calvin Johnson. Yeah, the catches he makes because like DK? Calvin would yeah yeah Calvin would jump up and just snag it, and he has the ability to do that. He has the size, he has the the length, and he he will do it at one point. I guarantee it. I'm sure he already has. I just haven't seen the highlight of it. Yeah. It's just where he just jumps up over the corner and just takes it out of his hands, or he'll take it and he just has him beat. Like that's the thing with like. Tyreek is Tyreek's a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. That like no offense to him, like I see him as a slot receiver because he's he has that ability to get open due to speed. Yeah. Now DK has that ability to get open due to speed and size, and he just he's got quick feet. Yep. You know, same with Tyreek, obviously, but DK is a much bigger frame. It's like throwing to a tight oh, yeah. end that has a that runs a four. Was he like four or five? I think it was like a four or five. Yeah. Yeah, a tight end that's running a four or five, but also a lot like just longer <laughs> just huge he's just this freak athlete he was the one that uh when he he got drafted and walked into the room with pete carroll yeah he made pete carroll take his shirt off because he was so like his body is like crazy in shape yeah he is like what was it like two percent body fat like that's crazy i wouldn't doubt that it, but, it's uh, absurd he, he like saying like the tight end he reminds me of like what somebody said during the Vikings game today about Kyle Rudolph. It's like throwing to a mattress. Yeah. Yeah. So you, he, he's going to, he's going to come down with it. And somebody also tweeted, wow. It, when DK Metcalf learns how to run sideways, like uh, front, to his left, he used to run just straight. Now he learns how to run left and right. And the juke, you guys are in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Easily. Cause he, he's got speed. Like he's, I think he's just, I, I hate saying this. He's not underrated. He's not overrated. He's just like not noticed yet. It wait, wait, wait. I gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta interrupt you for just one second. Something funny, just the funniest thing just happened. Do you know that Coach McKee head I have, the big fat head? Yes. So I forgot to run to the football game and I forgot what I did with it. Well, I just realized I put it in my, so the window, if you're looking at our house, the top left, the window, <sighs> I put it, I put it there. And all, all these people are walking by and looking at the fat head of him in our window. That's amazing. It is the, I wish I could video this right now. It is the greatest scene because all of them were, I, I was wondering why everyone was looking at our house and I looked up and it's, it's literally just his, his head in our window. That is amazing. <laughs> this is my favorite. All right, you can go back, but that was that was just so fun. Um, but again, like I, I don't see him as like overrated or underrated. I think he's just not noticed. Like it was the same as um the uh, wide receiver for the Niners who got hurt. I believe he's out for the year. But Debo Samuel? A, yeah, he had a great yeah. season last year. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't really noticed until playoffs. Like, no one knew who he was until the playoffs, and he just burnt, like, every he single did. team. Besides the Packers, because the Packers just got ran on. But that's a different story. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, so that's, that's another thing. Jimmy G. Underrated. Under No, overrated. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't – he gives it, gives it to the – gives it to the – I mean, when you have Travis, uh, not Travis, when you have George Kittle as one of your, the best blocking tight ends in the entire league, and then you have who's their running back? I can't remember his name. Uh, 
but uh, back to Debo Samuel. I watched him. Like two other running backs they have. They have like a three-headed like how the Seahawks have it. Yeah. But um, back to Debo Samuel, when he played for South Carolina and Kentucky would go against him, they always shut him down with the great secondary that Kentucky had that year. I think it was like they had a Mike Edwards, Darius West, great secondary. And I, they would always talk so highly of him. And then he got drafted really late when he went to the Niners. And I was like, this guy's actually really good, guys. You guys should have drafted him earlier. And then he exploded on the scene. And I was like, told you. So he was yeah. really good. He, he also has that Calvin Johnson kind of feel to him. Yeah, I just don't think he's that big to be. Like Calvin, that's the thing. Calvin Johnson was just big. He's just this big, mean dude who's fast. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's just, you can't, it's hard to find people to compare him to. I see him more of like. Like he's Randy for, Moss, I could yeah. see him as oh, like that. He's, he's he was a first ballot Hall of Famer this year, I think. Him yeah. and Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, Rand, Randy Moss was six four. DK Metcalf six four. He's six five. Calvin Johnson. So that's kind of great for a guy who's that fast, who can move. He's kind of like Julio Jones, just two inches bigger. Because Julio Jones, it says here, six three. Mm-hmm. Who can do everything, and he's he's huge. Yeah, I don't know how you could guard yeah. that. I, not many people can, obviously. <laughs> people are struggling. So uh, that's another question like that you would kind of know. So, I mean, our corners this year are, I mean, I think Jeremy's playing corner, Campton's great Jeremy corner. Camp, and then you got AJ at safety, AJ. and I believe Will Height as a, the free roam. Sam, I think is what he's, I don't know. But yeah. um, uh, AJ's having a great year. That's, that's just one thing. AJ is having an amazing year. He, he is. I've watched him. He's stopped a great amount of touchdown runs that could have went for touchdowns that he was the last resort and he always makes that tackle. Oh yeah. He, he's very reliable. Like, you know, and then Campton's having a great year. Hamilton, he, it, I, he's having a good year. I think he can still hustle a lot harder. Yeah. I think, uh, love I, him to death. I, yeah, he's, he's also an athlete. I oh, was yeah. watching Campton. I was glad he made this adjustment during back to the game versus Ryle. He made the adjustment of, they found out he would, he played 10 yards, like, corner on him, and then the guy would just curl out, grab the ball, and then there was nothing Camp Kennedy could do. Eventually, probably maybe McKee or somebody told him, hey, play him close because he's, he's literally just – he's not running any other route except a go and then coming back. And then that kind of stopped – like, the second half, that's really what, what kind of stopped them is yeah, they, they started playing face and curls. And yep. he, he – uh, I mean, it's not much he could do there. He was doing it on both sides, and they finally decided to press up a little bit. And that kind of gave us more room to send them on different routes toward the inside. I just don't understand how we dropped like three or four picks. We had three or four (laughs) dropped picks. Like three of them were easy. One of them, like I could understand like why you drop it. Like AJ jumped over the tight end or wide receiver (laughs) it was and like almost grabbed it. But it's still like that stuff that big time plays that would have helped us out a lot, especially on offense. Like that's a, that's a killer drive. Like, Like that kills a drive. Jeremy, Jeremy had one in his hands, and I was like, ah, oh, he he was so close to having it. Mm-hmm. And then Will Height had one spear, like if it was a spear, it would have killed him. It was like right into his <laughs> chest and just bounced out. And you know. I, I, I'm really glad that he's playing like sa- safety corner, like whatever they have him playing, because he, he does back up Zane. But I'm glad they're not just letting him, making him be a backup. I mean, he's contributing in other ways. Oh yeah, which is yeah. what Zane did last year. Zane, remember he played corner a lot yeah zane's zane's an all-around like athlete he's just he's just small <laughs> that's, that's just how it is i mean he's just like skinny 
but um I mean, you can't really help that sometimes you just can't like you know i had that issue like as soon as i hit 190 i just you know i'd struggle getting to 200 and dropping out of 200 and yeah it's just part of it and uh once he once he's at quarterback it's just part of it and i don't know if will height's gonna start a quarterback next year if he's gonna decide to stay defense like but yeah um time, time will tell yeah, but Zane is like a rock. Like if you hit him, he'll just pop back up. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he'll get injured. Oh yeah, he, he's. <laughs> I've never seen him get hurt. He's. He's just. I mean, he's tough. He's a tough oh, yeah. kid. He also has a good mindset. Yeah. But um, we'll go. We'll go to more. We'll go back to the NFL. Um, Nick Foles versus Mitchell Trubisky. First of all, <laughs> I think Mitchell Trubisky is the worst quarterback on the face of the earth. I've always felt that. But I mean, he had a. He was. Think about this. They were 2-0, and and he won two games, and they still took him out. Imagine how bad you have to be to win. No, how I don't know what like the middle is. But well, the Bears are losing right now. <laughs> oh, they're getting spanked. Let me, look, let me refresh. It's, it's 16-3, I believe, unless I need to refresh as nope, well. Nope, it's 16-3. It's yeah, that's, that's crazy. I don't, know if, I, I don't know if Mitch has played, but, I mean, everybody gives Mitch a bad thing because he was drafted in front of Mahomes. Like, he didn't ask to be drafted, but still, he is terrible. And then you and then you have one of the best. I don't Maybe Maybe, Mitchell, if you want to come on the, the podcast, I would love to have you on. Like, that's what I'm like. Maybe one day some I'll make fun of somebody and they'll go back and expose me for making fun of them. But, I mean, he has to know. He's terrible. Oh, he knows. <laughs> you see the look on his face when Nick Foles went in? Like, he just – just look down. Now, here's the thing. I would. I want Mitchell Trubisky to start against the Packers so I can get a couple <laughs> picks and make sure I start the Packers defense on my fantasy. But other than that, I don't want to go against Nick Foles because Nick Foles, he either he's either good or he's not, obviously. That's, do you think he's the best backup ever? That's That's been a big, uh, big argument lately. I think he's the best miracle ever. As in, <laughs> he has a miracle game, a miracle few games, or he's terrible. Yeah, like for coming in for Carson Wentz, Car- I really like. I genuinely thought Carson was going to take them and win a Super Bowl, and then he got hurt. And he, obviously, Carson hasn't been the same since that injury. Yeah, um, that's sad. He came in. He was I was supposed like, to be good. Oh yeah, he's supposed to be really good. I think that's what killed him is that that injury. I think he just can't do it anymore. He just keeps getting injured, and he, I think he's trying to play on something he shouldn't. The Derrick Rose and, effect. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if he if he stays fine for a couple of years, he'll have like one two one or two breakout years in his veteran years before he retires hopefully it'd be cool to see you know at least make the playoffs kind of show up like hey like i still have what i had my first two years before i went on a eight-year slump Um, (laughs) yeah facts but mitchell trubisky just i think he's gonna end up being a backup the same way a lot of the backups are i think i think he will i don't think he's ever gonna get I don't know if he was ever even good. I don't know what I can say. Like, I want to get back to what he was, but he hasn't been anything. Maybe there's something that we need to – maybe it's the – I feel like the Bears just suck also. Well, that might be it. They here's, they were they weren't bad. I think it was like one or two years ago. Yeah. They had a good season. Um, and that they might have made the wild card. I can't remember. I think it was the year Aaron Rodgers got hurt. <laughs> and uh, they made probably. the play exactly. It's probably why they made the playoffs in the first place. But um, that Rogers was, got oh, hurt. That, that, two years ago was the year that. Yeah, no. Rogers got hurt. Yeah, yeah. So it was two years ago. It was when they first got Khalil Mack, I believe. He was and dominating. They here's here's how I see it. A lot of um, 
quarterbacks need a system to be good. So Tom Brady. That's yeah, that's one thing we could talk about, but like to only be able to throw the ball, you need like someone like Pat Mahomes. Like how like I don't know how many carries their running backs get. Obviously there's a lot longer of a game in that in yeah. like NFL, but like obviously you could take our offense for example, like we run, 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 and it opens up a pass play. So like the Bears they had, I think it was Tariq Cohen. Yeah, he's really good. And too. he was he was having a great year that year too. And he would like when he would break a run, they would expect it again and again. And then they would they would play the run. When you play the run, it opens up a pass for someone that they had a good receiver at the time. It was Allen Robinson, but I'm not too sure. But Trubisky right. had someone like that. And they also had that tight end. He doesn't play anymore because he had that crazy injury in the end zone. Yeah. Um, but he was really good too. And like. I- I think he is in a bad, a bad, um, like offense that doesn't really fit. I don't know. That's the thing you can say about a whole bunch of quarterbacks is if he was a different system, would he be different? And I think, I, I think there's a whole lot of places that would love Mitch. Like I feel like the Dolphins are one that could. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think he could, because I feel like the Dolphins only can go up. I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of insane. He he's also like if you if your quarterback's injured you go and grab Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I feel like if Mitch was somewhere else, he might be able to be better because, I mean, he – he what did he play at? North Carolina? I think that's it. I mean, he's got to have some potential to go number two. Or maybe that just scouting report was just terrible. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I feel what like you, – What do you think? I feel like Mitch is just one of those quarterbacks that, like, they, they they plateau, and he's just – I think he's going to plateau at a backup, you know. I hope, like – I think you're right. I don't know. It's, it's, we'll see, you know. <laughs> hope, I'm sure he's going to get cut this year or something's going to happen for the I Bears. feel like he I – don't, I don't think he'll ever have another starting job. That's – in the maybe they might make him starter again this year if – I mean, they're losing 16-3 to right now with – Nick Foles. I think that's who their quarterback is. Uh, let's see. The Bears. Yeah, but it's only been Nick Foles. I mean, he's only he's thrown. Yeah, that's not too good. Eighteen for thirty-four with one hundred and fifty-three yards, and uh, interception. Mm. But the so I don't. I think in the next. I don't think he'll ever be another starter. But I think I think Nick Foles also had that miracle year. But I think they'll probably make the Bears will probably just keep him. Um, we'll move on though to, uh, let's see, let's see when it's a fun, um, we'll just see this. Do you think NFL players play fantasy football? We kind of talked about this before we started the podcast, but do you, do you think they do? I feel like there's a few, especially the cocky ones. Like, like if you've ever, <laughs> like, I bet Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers, he's just that type of, he's got that, he's got that attitude about himself. He's like, I'm, I'm drafting me number one every time. <laughs> I'm starting me every game, even the bye week. Even the bye week. At that point, I, I guarantee you he's also the kind of guy that just wouldn't start. Like, he wouldn't get a, like, say Aaron Jones just wasn't that good. You know, he's yeah. obviously, he's, he's a great running back. Say he wasn't good. He wouldn't get him, and he'd tell him about it. Like, why do, why do I why can't I pick you up on my fantasy team? Like, why can't you be good or something? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, like by by the way, I didn't pick you up because you're terrible. Like, could you be a little better? You're costing yeah. me points. Exactly. He's like, I'm, I started the whole Packers offense. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> I feel like, like I might as well just trade. 
Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. I'm gonna tra- Aaron. I'm trading you on my fantasy. You've done nothing. <sighs> that would um. I feel like the, I definitely think there's a few like jokesters in the NFL that do that. I bet um, Peyton Manning did. Oh, that's... I guarantee it. He'd be funny because he he's made a lot of jokes. Like you see the, uh, have you seen the video when he's in the Pro Bowl and he like takes the the top off the Gatorade thing and he like unscrews it and he gives it to the trainer to, to give it somebody and he points at the camera to like show the show what he's gonna do and the guy takes the water and he's gonna spray it and it just all falls on his face. I have it's, not seen that. It is hilarious. I gotta show you that. But like he's just a jokester. I I I think Peyton Manning needs to become an announcer. I also love his voice, but yeah. I Pey- I think Peyton Manning could definitely do that. If say some people in the NFL do do that, do you you think that they pick themselves on their team? Say it's like an offensive player, like a wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, running back. Do you if you were in the NFL, would you pick? Would you bet on yourself? Wait, could oh, yeah, be- <laughs> yeah. I could see like oh guys don't worry this week is the week. <laughs> I don't like even if even if it was like high like if there's high school fantasy I'd still pick me even though I get like two targets a game. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. That. that that's true. Like I'd still pick me just because like the plays that I do have I have a chance to like break for a touchdown or we're already in the red zone or that's it's true. like a 35 yard catch so it's three that points is. right there and tight ends already don't get that many points like unless you're Travis Kelsey George Kittle exactly you know you're not getting that many points. That is that is very true. I don't know if could, I feel like that could kind of be a Babe, uh, not a Babe Ruth. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the Reds guy that bet on himself, Pete Rose. Could couldn't that turn into a Pete Rose situation? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that I heard somebody say, an NFL player say that they can play fantasy, but I don't know. I feel like that would kind of turn into one of those situations. Maybe not. Whatever, but I I bet they do, and we'll find. I maybe I should just DM every player and ask them. Colts just scored again, so you know the Bears just looking kind of sad now. <laughs> Three points. Yeah. Um. Well, now this was a big one that I heard. I don't know who talked about. Oh, it was some on ESPN maybe. Do if you're Trevor Lawrence and the Jets have the number one pick, do you come back to? Do you come back to Clemson? <laughs> Uh, here's how I feel about that. You're risking a lot. You're risking a lot either way. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So, do you go and you get the check? Obviously, it's it's obviously not about that, but it is about that. Or do you risk it and go back? And like, I I would base it on my college career. Yeah. I would I wouldn't base it on my future because you know, if say it's how many years has he been in college? Three. Two. This will be his third year. This will be his third year. Okay. So if he comes back and plays his senior year, right? Yeah. And he doesn't win the championship this year. Obviously, COVID's like changed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. If if I don't win the championship, and I'm going to a team like the Jets, I'm definitely coming back. But if I win the championship, oh, I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. Because I've already fulfilled like what I want to do, and I can always go back and you know get a college education if I get a million dollar signing kind of deal. That's and true. I get a career-ending injury. I I could just go <laughs> finish my college career and make money that way. Like, um, like he uh, imagine imagine you're a freshman in college, which is a a year older than us, and you go and play at one of the biggest stages in college football. He played for a championship his freshman year, and then he lost to LSU. Did he did he lose to LSU? Yeah, he lost to LSU his sophomore year. This year, I mean, Clemson has a chance for him to finally win it. 
So yeah, if they win, if they going on, like honestly, so oh, okay. You know what? I'll ask this question, and then we can go to basketball. Where I have another question: Do you think whoever wins the college football this year is val is a valid champion? Because remember, everybody's coming. The Pac-12 now is coming back. The Big Ten's coming back. Wait, is the Big Ten? Yeah, I think the Big Ten's coming. Uh, yeah, Everybody, so. everybody's coming back. So does that make the championship valid? You think, even with all the COVID? Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. I mean, it, yeah. I think it's also a lot harder to play without fans. Like I think it is too. Like that many fans, like it's a big difference. Like even even in high school, like like the Great Crossing game and stuff, that should have been a big like a bigger crowd than what I oh, had, yeah. like what we had. And even is there's people sneaking in, right? <laughs> and it, it's still like not what it used to be. And like you could, I'm sure you know you go to the games. Obviously, you can hear the plays being called, and oh, the yeah. other team can hear the cadence. Like we, like we should barely be able to he- hear Zane snap the ball. Honestly. You know, that's usually what it's like. And now it's just like, you know, you can hear everything clear as day. That's I could hear the other coach just screaming. I could yeah. hear him, but now it's kind of a loud coach and all. Yeah, Honestly, usually you can if it's Coach McKee. <laughs> I could I could hear him uh, saying to somebody, "That was on me, guys. That was on me. Don't worry, that was on me." I could I'm and I'm I sit at the very top. Like I love to see the entire field. I don't like to see it from like even the players' view. I don't like that. I like to be over. I like to have a like a bird's eye of the field. I love to see the entire field. But yeah. Man, I could still hear him. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. I- if I'm not playing, I want to be watching from above so I can kind of see everything unfold. Cause like, you know, playing the sport since I've five, six years old, I'm able to kind of understand what's going on a little bit better than someone who's, you know, just kind of watched it since they were five yep. or six years old. So like you could see everything unfold, exactly. um, especially a lot quicker from above. That's why film is so important. Like when you're watching film, you can really, you know, I guess pick apart a team in film yeah through a lot of time watching it because you're just kind of above and you could see where their safeties drop back on pass how far they drop back you know do they fire up when they see someone else fire up and you could really settle fakes in like that's just how our offense runs yeah that makes sense i i i think that's i think film in any sport is a huge key and i feel like some players don't really understand that and like don't like take it as serious but film is it's it's definitely so now uh wrap it up a little bit by talking a little basketball and the the only basketball that's on right now is the heat and Lakers. And it doesn't feel like basketball because the Lakers are totally beating down on the heat with the game three coming tonight. Uh, in like five minutes, actually, maybe I think it starts at seven 30. Oh, I love Sundays. Yeah. Um, but so Frank, so the Lakers in game one whooped up on the heat and then bam and Goron are both out. They Goran had something, a long injury, a long name injury that I couldn't even pronounce, and then Bam had something with his hand. Do you think the Heat have, if they, say the Heat win tonight and it's two one, do you think the Heat have any chance in the world to come back? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know much about NBA, but you know from the little that I do watch, I feel like anything's kind of possible in the NBA. Yep. But That's I true. feel like everything riding on the Lakers right now, especially with, you know, it's probably been brought up a lot, like Kobe and, you know, his daughter, like, that's that's the team. Like, everyone is either rooting for the Heat 
or everyone's rooting for this team. It's a 50-50. You know, that's what happens in championships. But, like, the people that are rooting for the Lakers, I feel like are only rooting for it because of it's Kobe's team. It's always going to be Kobe's team. It's never – like, even with, if LeBron wins this, like, it's it's going to be Kobe's team and Kobe and Shaq. That's, I, don't, I don't think – that's kind of what I felt like when he joined the team. He's joining a dynasty that – like, well, he didn't really join a dynasty, but, I mean, that well, like, that is the legacy. legacy. Yeah, the legacy of Kobe and Shaq. Like, I feel like when he did that, he just kind of – I feel like he should have either went back, stayed with the Cavs, or went to the Heat again. I think – Because, like – yeah. Imagine, like th- th- those were his teams, you know. Like that's where he, he blossomed he, into the he player is, he is now. He is the legacy of the Heat, and I mean, the Cavs. He kind of yeah. turned away the turned up those Cavs. Exactly. Now he's playing his old team, and honestly, I I want the Heat to win. No offense to you know Kobe's I, Kobe's Lakers, but like I like my, the, I like the Kentucky players on the Heat. So that, that's facts. I love. I'm a Jazz fan. I kind of just picked that recently because I feel like I had to pick it. I've been I've been just an NBA fan through and through, and now I'm like, yeah, I, the Jazz have always been my favorite. So then, yeah, but the Heat, I've all, I love Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, and then Tyler Hero, Bam, Jimmy Butler. Talk about Jimmy Butler is he's not like a player who needs to score points. He he knows how to impact the game when he's having an off an off uh, game. He's a de- defensive juggernaut. He can pass the ball. He's, I, I. That's why I really like Jimmy. I feel like he's good at. He's a good mentor to a bunch yeah. of these young guys. Yeah, that's that's. I I can get behind that. I can agree with that. Like I feel like, and there's a lot of players like that too. Like where they just they're not shooting good that day. So, let me impact, in other ways. I mean, it comes with a lot a lot of sports. Like, you know. The quarterback might not be throwing that well, so let me hype my team up more and see if exactly. I can get the run going, and then it'll help me throw better. You know, it all leads to like one after another, kind of helping every each other out. That's why team sports are so amazing. Is like, you know, this guy might be having an off day, and all of a sudden someone else is, just, you know, growing up. I guess you could say like exactly. Coach McKee uses a term like they grow up a little bit this game, and they they start to make a lot, you know, more better decisions, and it helps out the team in getting a win, you know. Exactly. So, one of the last questions before we end this, it doesn't seem like it's been 40 minutes, but it has. Um, if the Lakers, I, I think it's going to be a clean sweep, but if they win, do you think this championship is valid for LeBron and, I mean, his current legacy? Do you think it's, I, I feel like if you don't like LeBron, it isn't valid, and if you do like LeBron, it is <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Again, I don't care much about. I don't care much for the NBA. <laughs> if I was to care, I think it would count because you're still going through team after team after team. Yep. And even like you had to win games to get to the point where you're in the bubble. That's so, true. There was a regular season and everything. Yeah, it, you know, even though it was cut short because you know someone on the Jazz <laughs> um, <laughs> had to had to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> uh, though but like i don't know I, I if i if i did care for it enough i think it should count and i still do think it should count because again you are going through teams it's just a different kind of style than what's normal yeah um yeah that i think if lebron i think it, it will count 
partially, but I don't know if that I would I still I still think Jordan's peak and I think LeBron's right there. If LeBron wins it next year, I think there might it might start to be more of a conversation. But like everyone's like, oh LeBron, I mean um, Jordan had Pippen. Well, LeBron's had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Uh, he's I mean that Cavs team. I give all the credit to LeBron for that Cavs team. He willed willed Matthew Dellavedova and Timothy Mozgov to that. This year he had Anthony Davis, who is who people who try to compare Anthony Davis to Tim Duncan. That's in, that's absurd because Tim Duncan's an absolute. He's probably top twenty all time, and I don't. I I've always loved Tim Duncan because he's always because of what he did. He never really talked, and I thought that was hilarious. But I think next year. I don't know if this one will count, but I think next year. Um, is there anything else you wanna you wanna get off your chest before we end this? The Colts and the Bears are now nineteen to eleven. The Colts of the ball with a minute thirty five left. Ooh. Eight uh, down uh, no. I still I still got Colts, but that's all. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Um, yeah, me too. Um, thanks everybody, of course, who listened. It means a lot to everybody, Cam who's on, I mean yep. Colin who's on, Landon. Uh it all means very much. Um we're having fun doing it. I turned a lunch table into an empire. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody listened. Um, if you haven't already listened to the post game, I'm not sure if I'll do a post game for the Grant County or any of the other ones, but if the playoff comes, I'll probably do it for those. But thanks, everybody listened. It means a lot.